Welcome to the IMO podcast, honest and open conversation between care leaders. In today's episode, I speak with Annie Gibbs, who's a care experienced female rights diversity advocate. Annie set up a Mordestine, which, as you will hear, is an incredible organisation which inspires black women and girls who have experienced trauma to know that their experience does not define their future. Annie's message of embracing your destiny is shunned throughout this podcast. This is a great listen for anyone who wants to start 24 feeling inspired to create positive change. Thank you for joining me. I just wanted to start off by asking you, um, well, tell me a bit about your journey and what you have learned from your experience. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Annie Gibbs and I am a care experienced female rights diversity advocate. Um, So I use my lived experience of being raised in the UK care system um, to try to advocate for those who have similar experiences to myself. I was in care from around the age of two um, until I was 16 and I have been able to as a result of my experience uh, start my own initiative which is called Amor Destine um, which means to love your destiny um, and we inspire black women and girls um, to focus on future and knowing that their experience doesn't define their future, that they own the rights to their destiny. Mm -hmm. That's amazing what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, could you tell me a bit more about Amor Destine? What made you set it up and uh, who's it for? What is your organisation goals? Yeah, sure. So Amor Destine um, was set up. Initially, I wanted to create a space which would help support black women who've experienced trauma. So trauma such as domestic abuse or sexual violence to get access to um, a space where they could get support and help. Um, And then when my mother passed away uh, when I was a child. I always remembered um, some of the challenges that she was faced with, um, fleeing domestic abuse. And as I launched a Modestine and I started to do like these fundraising events to raise awareness of the issues affecting us um, in our community, I found actually a lot of women that were similar to my mom, they still experiencing the same barriers. So I wanted to do something about that. And then as time went by, I realized actually you know what I am also allowed my voice to be heard as well Mm -hmm. so I started to speak out about my own lived experience of experiencing sexual assault um, when I was a care leaver and then also domestic um, abuse as a young adult Um, and I began my journey my healing journey and um then the service then transformed from being just about survivors to being focused more on care experienced women and girls who are also affected by those traumas. Um, So that's who we primarily support. 
And what we do is we create um, a safe space for them to come together um, and we have uh, conversations with practitioners with them around mental health, healthy relationships um, and general personal development um, topics. Um, Because what we found is that actually there aren't that many spaces that are specifically for black Uh, women and girls um, who are affected by um, the traumas um, that I have experienced. And so as a result of of that programme, we also now have an advocacy clinic Mm. um, because what we're finding is that when women are coming to us, they are coming to us with um, still having issues um, which they need to address. And the most common issues tend to be around um, family. So it could be child protection or it could be that they are still care leavers and they need some support to amplify their voices, with their PAs. And they might have housing issues um, or immigration. So those are the key issues that we tend to support um our women and girls um to address um and our service is free to access support um, we also have a counselor um so all of our women can get access to free counseling support one-to-one um but the therapeutic service also operates a group uh counseling as well um so it's a really nice community it's about yeah. building connections with others as well as building connection with ourself um so our goal really is to just kind of inspire our women to know that as i said earlier it's about embracing your destiny yeah. knowing that you can achieve anything in life mm-hmm. um and um, we support them to do that yeah that's so important um so yeah it's great that you're doing that like I really really find that really interesting that you're doing something as specific as that because like you said um there's not that much for black black girls going on so it's really nice that you're doing something like that so that like that can give them support in life as well so I like that's great cool yeah thank you no problem can you tell me why you set up the care journey and why it is important to the project Absolutely. So the Care Journey Next Chapter is um, a project which I worked on with Safe Lives, um, which is a national domestic abuse charity. And now at Safe Lives, I'm also one of their pioneers, um, which basically means I use my lived experience of domestic abuse um, to try and improve responses. So when I became a pioneer, one of the main goals for me was to kind of open up this box to the topic of care experience survivors, um, because I felt incredibly frustrated that actually, you know, there aren't a lot of um, services out there that are specifically talking about and trying to address the issues for care experience survivors of yeah. domestic abuse. So then they also had um, started some research just before I joined, about a year prior, called The Care Journey. 
and it was looking at what the um, issues are that act as barriers for you know women to go and seek support around domestic abuse that our care experience they didn't have very much data um, in general so I started working with the incubator at Safe Lives um, and what we did is we met with um, various uh, people from the domestic abuse sector, from social care, so people like Bernardo's, um, Blue Cabin, um, and as I said, many other um, organisations that are working with care experienced people, um, just to kind of understand what people are doing to address specifically domestic abuse in their responses. And what we found, there were five key findings. Um, and as a result of those key findings, um, I proposed to Safe Lives that it would be really good for us to um, introduce the Care Journey Next chapter, um, which basically um, focuses on improving the next chapter as somebody that's going through trauma, entering the care system as a result of specifically domestic abuse, so that that becomes a next chapter for them that it doesn't just become another process that they go into, the trauma is not addressed, and then they end up getting into vulnerable, unhealthy situations later on in life. So the Care Journey Next Chapter um, launched the findings um, from the Care Journey research that was carried out in uh, Save Lives Incubator. I worked on as well um, and it was about bringing together solutions that exist within the care experience community um, to amplify those solutions um, and then also give an opportunity for other people from the care experience community to come and talk about what they feel um, uh, the next chapter should look like for somebody that's affected by domestic abuse um, going through the care journey. So it's about improving the response to domestic abuse affecting those going into care. Um, so yeah, so that's the care journey next chapter. Um, we're hoping that um, you know some of the work that we've done around that will create much needed change. Lovely. Um, you spoke about embracing destiny. Can you tell me what more you mean by this? Yeah, so for me, embracing destiny is about um, seeing your yourself and acknowledging that, yes, you may have been through something in life. Yeah. Um, but knowing that how you want your life to be become is not determined by how your start your the start of your life began. So it's about understanding that there are rainbows in the cloud, you yeah. know, um, that we can look to. Um, and these rainbows could be our friends, parents, it could be um, a, a teacher, it could be a family member, um, and it could be a colleague. And it's about looking for forward 
to what do you want your yourself to be experiencing feeling um in the future and finding ways to make the steps to achieving that and knowing that actually you deserve to define your own destiny that actually because it belongs to you you have every right to know that your greatness to know that you know, what you've uh, been through is something which you can actually grow through. Um, And those are the types of um, conversations that we're having, you know, with our women, because nine times out of 10, they're not being exposed to that kind of reality um, in life. And it's so, so important to embrace your destiny. Don't allow your destiny to take authority over you. You exactly. you define your destiny. It belongs to you. Exactly. I yeah. love that. <laughs> I read your blog on rainbows in the clouds. Mm. What are rainbows in the clouds and why are they important? They're so important. Um, I believe we're not an island. We're... We, we enter this world individually, but we, as human beings, we don't know everything. And sometimes, for me personally, when I was going through care, I didn't have many rainbows in the cloud that I could resonate with. For example, um, people that represented my culture because um, I am a Malian, I was born in Mali, which is in West Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't have any representation of that rainbow that I needed in my life to remind me that my culture is important, to remind me that I should be proud black excellence. However, what we do have is there are opportunities for us to look at um people who might be around us in other uh, places, like in the media, we might find there's a role model for me is Oprah or Michelle Obama. You know, for me, they've been huge rainbows in the clouds, people that I've been able to read about their journeys and read about their inspiration, what motivates them to be able to connect with who I want to be. So it's about recognizing what it is that you want to be in in yourself as a human being first and connecting with those rainbows in the clouds that can connect you to take that path forward so that you can be able to live um, the way that you want to to live and manifest um, that greatness that you are within Um, and knowing that you are a leader and that those rainbows in the clouds that you can look up to you know when you're feeling like you're a little bit lost or you feel like you don't know which step forward to take you know they can come along and be that positive motivation um to remind you that look I'm going this direction, this 
situation I'm in now is not going to last forever. Um, I'm going to overcome it and I've been able to overcome things before and then you can keep moving forward. So rain was in in the clouds, um, um, a variety um, of things that you can allow them to be for you. But it's about... Uh, recognizing what is your rainbow in the cloud to remind you that there is sun um, after that rain. Yeah, it's a great mentality to have. And yeah. yeah. Um, I know that you are an inspirational leader in your community. I was wondering what it is, what is the importance of black leaders? Um, I think I think, I mean, when when I think of leaders, I think of people who are not afraid of being themselves. And I think being in a in a world and in a society where we have such a diverse range of people, for us to be able to forge a way forward for ourselves and allowing our authenticity to shine through and be able to create not just change in our own situation but also to inspire others to also take that path um i think that's really important as a black leader um as i said earlier on like growing up i didn't have many um, I didn't have much representation um, in terms of like my cultural heritage, although there are black people, you know, who I may have um, been around or placed with in foster care. Um, it's not the same. It's not the same as being um, connected to your actual personal heritage. So being a black leader is about leading with love for me and um and that should always be one of the first things that we do um and then also knowing that we as leaders we deserve to have our voices heard we deserve to be able to communicate that our voices be heard and we also deserve to be respected Um, and when we do want to advocate for something in this world for change that um, it's actually impactful and that's what I see leadership as it's not about the I, 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 it's about the we, 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 mm. and, and making the change and making that change exactly. and, you know, that change for good so that those behind, you know, who are coming up that, mm. you know, they know that they can also be black leaders, you yeah. know, that they can also challenge and have their voices heard. Um, and it's about helping those that are coming up behind us not um, have an easier experience of being a black person in the UK because you know we had our freedom fighters that were fighting for us to be able to amplify our voices today if we didn't have those black leaders back in the day you know um we wouldn't have the opportunity to be able to shout and say this is what we need in our communities mm-hmm. um, and now we are the diversity fighters of our time and then who knows the next young people that come up behind us 
hopefully they won't need to be diversity fighters. They will be able to exist in a world which um, their voice is automatically heard, whether it's quiet, whether it's loud. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's how I see um you know myself and other black leaders that we are excellence and our excellence deserves to own its own space and for that space to be impactful to the mind heart spirit of those um that encounter it experience it feel it hear it yeah because I think that's really empowering like what you're doing could literally just inspire another like black girl to do something like you like to make a change to do all of this because it's so great like someone like you can do this and then um another black person can relate and be like oh well, she did this with her life she's making a difference she's doing this for the black girl community and it's just really great to see so yeah, yeah no definitely and that's what it's all about it's about making sure that you know, we can be that rainbow in the cloud, as I said, that, you know, somebody can look at me or they might want to look at somebody else, um, you know, who is a black leader mm. and know that actually she did it, I can do it too. And how did she do it? Yeah. And they can reach out. That's one thing I must say is really, really important to me is that if anyone does ever hear me speak or you know comes across the work that we're doing I want them to know that they can always contact me and if they want to contact me and they need advice guidance or I can connect them to somebody else that can help them that also is very very important to me especially when it comes to leadership um you know it's that we have to allow people to to know that when they ask for help that they're going to get it yeah. yeah definitely yeah what advice would you like to share number one know that you're greatness that you were created with purpose and that although at times you might feel like you don't really understand who you are um know that nobody is the same we are all different and we have all been there at one time in our life um, and we've all gone through a journey to learn more about who we are and if you can connect deeper with who you are and love who you are you can achieve anything you want in life mm-hmm. because loving yourself is the most important thing because once you learn how to love yourself you will be able to teach other people how to love you too and when you're able to do that you're you're able to achieve whatever goals and set whatever goals you want to achieve for yourself and know that you have every um capability to achieve those goals so start with you Start with loving yourself, knowing that you belong and reach out, reach out to people like Mm -hmm. um, myself and other care experienced people, because there is a community out here. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we understand. We do understand. We might not fully 100% understand your journey mm-hmm. because we are all different, as I said. But we do have a collective understanding yeah. and know that it's so, so important and so, so valuable, the experience, you know, that you've been through. And we want you to know how valuable you are too. So please be encouraged. Know that you can do it. And please reach out to communities and stay connected to your heritage, um, uh, especially if you're someone who may be placed, you know, in a in a in a home environment that is 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 not even representing that you're black. Um, you know, m- know that you have every right to ask to be mm. connected to communities that represent your culture. Um, because culture is very, very important um, to how you reach your goals in life and um, helps you to understand who you are. Of course. Well, thank you, Annie. That was really lovely. And I appreciate you doing this with me. Thanks for listening. For more stories, experiences and advice from other care experienced people, visit childrenscommissioner.gov.uk slash IMO. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at IMO underscore latest.